Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast. We have a very special guest today all the way from Portland, Oregon. We have Sebastian Spider Silva of Cobra Spell, Idle Hands and Silver Talon. Hi Sebastian. Hey everybody, how you guys doing? I'm I'm good. Uh, how are you? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Can't complain, you know. All is good right now. Uh, before I ask anything else, I want to know uh What's why the nickname Spider? Okay, so that started in uh, in our last Idle Hands European tour. We were uh, all sitting down for dinner, like our whole band and our tour manager and stuff, and our lights guy, and we all started coming up with silly nicknames. And one guy, his name is uh, uh, Crow. Then we have. Uh, uh, Firestorm, I believe. Uh, Rhino was our tour manager's name. That that name stuck. It was Rhino was a good nickname. And then my nickname was uh, they used to say Spider with a Y, but we just started calling me Spider. <laughs> and then so I thought it was like a funny nickname, and I was like, you know what? I actually kind of like it, so I'll try to see if it sticks. But yeah, it was, it's just like a funny little thing that we came up over like Schnitzel dinner in Germany, like in on our last tour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so Sebastian, how's the how's uh, the situation there with the with the COVID and everything? Oh, it's uh, it's a little crazy right now. So it's like the it's like COVID is still a persistent issue in Portland, but right now, what's even more of an issue is kind of like these uh, fires that that have been going on. Like, I actually I had to evacuate. Uh, like me and my family, we had to like leave our house because it was in like a nearby danger, like fire zone. So we ended up leaving and uh, we don't know when we're going to come back and stuff, but it is what it is, you know, like hopefully everything will be okay. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. so you were born in, you were born in uh, Mexico, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about your childhood uh, and growing up? Yeah, uh, that's, I, I don't remember much of it, which is weird. I, I, I should remember more of it, but uh, my childhood, it was very, I don't know, very normal. You know, I just went to school. I went, the last uh, school grade I completed was fourth grade. And back then I was really into, I was really into playing soccer. I was just into sports a lot, mostly like soccer. I was very athletic, which is kind of like the opposite that I am now. But it was just uh, a lot of fun just being with our family members and such. And uh, yeah, and then we moved to America when I was 10 years old. And I was like, I was still really into soccer, but not as much as when I was over in Mexico. <laughs> right. So, um, how about the music side? Uh, music was part of uh, at home. Uh, how did you get into like? Uh, how did how did you get introduced to like metal and rock? That one. Okay. So when I was in school here, I think it was uh, fifth grade. No. Okay, I don't remember. I had a, I have actually. I had a best friend back in the day, his name was Trevor, and we used to be like best friends and we'd always go skateboarding together. And 
one day I went to his house and he was showing me like all these like Guns N' Roses music videos and like he was telling me that he has like a guitar like slashes because he had like an Epiphone and he would like play in front of me and like I was like oh man this looks so cool so uh from like you know just him showing me Guns N' Roses and him showing me like how the guitar sounds I was just like oh man like I, I want to do that I was like I want to I want to play music now it's like forget all this skateboarding stuff. I want, I want to go play music. <laughs> so how the, how the guitar playing started? The, when did you get your first guitar? I got my first guitar when my parent, my parents brought, uh, they, they, for my, for my brother, they, they bought him a, a guitar for his birthday. And within like a month, he stopped playing it. And I was like, Hey, uh, sell me your guitar since you're not using it anymore. And then he was like, all right, fine. So I bought it off of him. And then I just started learning a bunch of like Guns N' Roses songs and like Nirvana and Ozzy Osbourne and like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. And I was just like, I was like, oh, this stuff is cool. And then uh, I was I was still skateboarding back then. I was like handling skating and playing guitar at the same time. And I found this skate video called Cataclysmic Abyss. And the intro was like this like battery song. And then like it, it morphed into like this uh, Merciful Fate song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this stuff is much cooler. You know, like the faster, more like aggressive, like more high, high pitch, more like, you know, just overall, just faster uh, music. And I was like, I, I kind of want to get into this. And that's when I started liking, you know, King Diamond, like all the thrash stuff, the speed metal stuff. And like someone like, and that's when I started uh, twi- uh, thinking around with that. Like black and death metal around that time too. So when you started like playing guitar, who was your like uh, early influences for playing guitar? My early influences were Slash for sure, uh, Buckethead, <laughs> and uh, who else? Who else? There was another person that I liked a lot. Oh yeah, the the, the Warren D. Martini from Rat. They, they were like my top three. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I notice your look. Uh, I mean, in your promo photos, spe- especially, uh, it's like uh, it's kind of like fifties gothic, and then uh, sort of a horror feel, and then uh, more of like dark glam. Like, I, how did you yeah. come up with the with that look? <laughs> um, this was around the time when we started Idle Hands. Uh, when Idle Hands began. Uh, we did a, fo- a photo shoot with uh, with uh, the first the uh, the, the first uh, uh, lineup of the band, and on that uh, photo shoot, I wore a leather jacket and just like black denim pants and a couple necklaces, and that was it. And then, like, I look back at it, and I'm like, wait, like, I think I could, I, I should do something different. You know, it's like I don't hands is such a, a, a different band from like all these other bands that I've ever been in. So I was like, I feel like I want to try to do something. And then uh, I was out like looking at secondhand shops and I, I was about to leave and I found this cave for like $12 and it fit me perfectly. And I was like, oh, this is it. So I grabbed it and then like I got some like like makeup and I was like I'm just gonna put this on and then see what happens I got some boots and chains and 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 the the look has like changed a little bit since then now I have like a velvet cape and I got like these like um 
uh, lace gloves with uh, I put a little bit more makeup, but not still not as prominent as uh, you know like how other bands are. But I, I change up the look every now and then. It's just mostly the, it, it revolves around the cape and wearing all black and stuff like that. <laughs> So, uh, so what was your first band? Uh, is it Idle Hands your first band, or what was your first band? No, no, no. Uh, my first band, um, my first band is uh, this band called Maniac that I started with my friends in high school. We we had like a talent show, like a I don't know, we were like fifteen or sixteen, and we did okay. I mean, we didn't win the talent show, but it it was just like for fun and. We, we ended up, like, that band ended up opening up for Raven, Blossom and Jetsam, and Anvil. And that was, like, our foot in the door towards, like, the the Portland music scene. And I was, like, 16 or 17, like, going to all these, like, shows at, at bars. And I was like, well, like, I can't I can't drink, so I might as well just watch, you know, the bands. So that, that was pretty fun, you know, kind of, like, staying up late and watching all these cool local bands. And then from then on, I joined, like so many bands like i think i've been in like 10 different local bands here in portland but the last one was spellcaster that was like the last band that i ended up joining and from then on we did a usa tour and then we split up and from then on idle hands and silver talents uh idle hands and silver talent came out of uh the spellcaster breakup right you mentioned you open for Anvil. Uh, have you seen that movie, Anvil movie? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We actually, when we got the news that we were going to open up for Anvil, like way back, we were just like, like we'd seen the movie before, like me and my friends, so we were just like, oh, you know, super cool that we're going to open up, like, you know, these cool dudes and all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so which band did you join first, Silver Talon or Idle Hands? It was, it was uh, Silver Talent first. It was as soon as Spellcaster broke up, the same members except the vocalist of Spellcaster, they became Silver Talent. And then from then on, uh, Gabriel Franco, which is the lead singer and the main songwriter and uh, the guitarist and Idle Hands, he, uh, he stopped playing bass for Silver Talent and he started doing Idle Hands and Basically, he, he was like, hey, uh, I'm starting this new project. If you want to, you know, come play guitar with me. And I was like, sure. I was like, I, I think you got some cool songs. You know, like he was showing me like a, there was this one, uh, Blade, Blade in the Will was the first song he showed it to us. He was showing it to us during Silver Talent. But uh, it, it seemed that him and, and Bryce, which is the Silver Talent main songwriter, I think they, they couldn't see eye to eye on mm. some of like, songwriting issues so then Gabe was like oh I'm just gonna take my songs and start Idle Hands which ended up working out because now you have Gabe running the whole show in Idle Hands and you got Bryce running the whole show which is like all I gotta do is you know they tell me hey you know learn this song or solo here and do that and you know so I feel like I got the best of all worlds right now it's super super chill to just you know be hanging out with these guys and jamming with them right yeah, I saw you You guys put out, uh, <clears throat> is it re-recorded version of Silver Talon uh, song? And then there was a Devil Machine electronic version also in Spotify now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, those, the, there was, I think it was two live versions. I think it was from our 2018 tour, which was the, the last tour I did with Silver Talon. I'm still in the band, but I haven't been able to play live with them as constantly due to some... Uh, 
visa like uh, uh legal issues that i had with but now that i'm back i'm trying to well i mean and we can't really play shows right now because everything is <laughs> closed down right so by mm. in silver talent this album 2018 album becoming demon i really mm. love there there's two tracks that i really like uh battle angels which features jeff loomis right <laughs> yeah yeah that one that one's sick yeah have you have you met jeff loomis uh i've not personally gotten to meet him yet uh i remember i went to go see i think it was marty friedman in seattle one time and i left right after and then like i saw somebody like one of my friends from that show they were just like oh jeff loomis you know it's at the show at the marty, marty friedman show and i was like already driving back to portland and i was like dang it but no it's like <laughs> Uh, when when Mana came out, like when Idle Hands released Mana, a couple of months later, uh, Jeff Loomis messaged me on my Instagram, and he's like, "Oh, uh, I really like the Idle Hands stuff you guys are doing." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, man!" And uh, I uh, I sent him uh, uh, a long sleeve, like an Idle Hands long sleeve, and when when they were playing in europe he he got in he got my girlfriend and her father into like a like an arch enemy show over there in amsterdam so uh we haven't formally met but uh we've been you know it's like online friends and you know right he's a, he's yeah. a very great friend yeah actually arch enemy is like one of my favorite bands so i see them like four times or five times already so uh Not. i met jeff loomis a couple of times already <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. really nice. He's very quiet but he's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so Idle Hands uh I see the uh, I actually Blade and the Will is my one of my favorite songs. Uh even cool. my friends were messaging me when I posted your that you will be part of the podcast they were saying oh Blade and the Will this is we like this song and how do you describe the music of idolands because it's hard to put up i feel that it's hard to put them on a specific genre right because it's there there seems to be a lot of different influences on the uh on the music can you explain a little bit about it um i think the best way to describe it is the the way that uh gabriel the the singer and the uh he's pretty much the leader of the band every time he gets asked like what genre we are he always says you know we're, uh, we're a rock band like that's that's just that you know we're, we're a rock band and then a lot of things fall within that spectrum so it's like you got you know the gothiness and uh like the 80s like new wave rockiness and sometimes like heavy metal sounding and uh i don't know there's a lot there's a lot of things to idle hands and that's what i like about playing those songs when mm. when uh, so it's like every time that gabe has written a song there's never been a time where i'm just like oh you know like this song sucks or you know like it's uh, it's always so refreshing because it's like it might be like simple chords but the way that he arranges them and then he stacks like other layers and vocal layers and the way it, it all just blends it's just like you, you it's it's so much fun like not only for me to, to like play on the the songs but to to play them live and to see that people sing along it's just like it I, i don't know it's 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 a whole different different feeling that i've ever had in any other band 
Yeah, and then when I hear the walkers, I I kind of feel like Depeche Mode. <laughs> you know, there's a kind of a Depeche Mode vibe as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's good that the you guys put out the Don't Waste Your Time to uh, full full length now, right? Because earlier it was like a EP, right? Don't Waste Your Time is like only few songs. Yeah. yeah so the, 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 the Don't Waste Your Time was five songs at the beginning. And then there was supposed to be two more songs and then uh, Gabe held on to them. And then, you know, they, they, they aged like five, like fine wine, I think. Like when, when we started uh, tracking all the, like the other two songs, it was just like me and Gabe were just looking at each other and we're just like, all right, this is, this is sounding really good. Like it's, 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 it's going to be cool. <laughs> Um, I saw your Facebook profile and then also s- some of your YouTube videos. Uh, you you did a cover of uh, Steve Y and you have Steve Y on your uh, cover page, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's been like the one photo that I have not changed since I opened up my Facebook. It's been like the my, my cover photo has been... I've never had any other cover photo. It's always been just Steve Y. <laughs> how, 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 how Steve Y... Uh, influenced you uh i think uh to put into words it's like if i hadn't found out about steve Vai, i think i would have gotten really bored with guitar playing because every time i hear steve Vai or i see him he has like all these cool moves on stage and then he has like double neck guitars and triple neck guitars and like you know these flashy guitars and he's got all the cool moves and he's doing like crazy tapping and like so there, every time that I see Steve Vai, I'm just like, all right, like there's stuff on guitar that has not been, you know, explored yet. And you can always find creativity in that. And to me, uh, Steve Vai has always been like my main inspiration. Like the, no, nothing else like guitar wise or musician wise. Like I think Steve Vai is my most inspirational musician ever to me. Right. I actually have this one, Steve. Why? <laughs> oh, I just—it's funny because I just—I just finished learning the song "Fever Dream" uh, a couple of days ago. I'm gonna wow. cover it. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna—I'll be covering it soon, but right. it won't be for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I do. I do also have the. I actually like. I think my favorite album of uh, Steve Y is the Y album because Steve had like a band. They released it. Uh, the what is this album name i can't remember now with the devin townsend on vocals remember the album oh no no sex and religion yes sex and religion that that album is so good that album rules i actually i went to i went to steve y cons i went to the generation act show so i i asked him to sign that album for me and then a few few last year devin townsend also had a had a tour here in, in in asia so he signed it, so I actually have the one that signed by both. So I, I, it's one of my treasures, actually. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so Sebastian, I, uh, so I really got to know you actually when uh, when I heard about Cobra Spell. <clears throat> so uh, can you tell me about Cobra Spell, uh, forming Cobra Spell, and a little bit about the lineup? Yeah, so Cobra Spell was started. Uh, me and Sonia began talking uh, sometime around last year. Uh, 
uh, in the summer of 2019. And we were just like, oh, it would be really fun together if you know we started jamming and putting like a project together. I was like, hell, I'm all up for it. You know, let's do it. Like we both like the same music. We both play the same guitars. Like we had the same style and the same you know passion for you know being in a band and you know having like the whole rock star like '80s looking dream thing. And then we, uh, Sonia started writing some songs. And we were like, she was coming up with like these band names. She, she came up with Voodoo Links at first, which I kind of liked, but I was like, I don't think that's the band name yet. And then she came up with Cobra Spell and I was like, all right, that sounds a little bit more, you know, more cooler. Like it sounds better. I was like, I really like it. Let's go with that. And then, so she started writing these songs and she, uh, she found uh, her friend, Angelina, and she she was uh gonna she plays the bass for us and then uh, we found uh alex the vocalist from the band hit and we were mm. just like we, we like his vocals and his style so we we're just like hey you know would you like to to sing for our band and he's like yeah sure so and then like sonia started coming up with these vocal lines and i started writing lyrics and one thing led to another and then soon enough we had four songs done and the last person that completed the lineup was Mike, the drummer. And we just, I think it was, uh, recording wise, I think it was all, mostly all done over there in the Netherlands. I think Sonia recorded all the guitars and then the vocals were done in Italy by Alex. And I think the bass was also done in the Netherlands and the drums. I can't remember what the drum probably somewhere in the Netherlands, but I did all my guitar stuff like literally in my living room here in Oregon. So I because we were all separated with the whole COVID thing. So right. it was it was interesting. Uh I've never done like a project like that where it's just like everybody's recording their own parts of different parts of the world, you know. <laughs> so how do you <clears throat> how do you keep up with me as a band? Because now you're just doing it through Zoom or you're just talking via, via the internet, right? You you didn't get together yet, right? No, for well, for, for Cobra Spell, we have not gotten together. But I mean, I know I know the songs. Like so, Sonia taught them to me when like, we called through like, Skype and stuff. Mm. And she taught them to me. So what I do is, what, what I usually do when I go to, my, to our rehearsal space, is I'll, I'll start with all of like the the idle hands like uh, set list or not even the set list just I'll, I'll go through all the idle hand songs and I'll play them all and then I do all the silver talent songs I play all of them or most that I know because there's some that I still have to like figure out and then I go through all the Kill the Spell songs and then if I have time then I do it over again and I'm like all right let's do it again and then uh, but I pretty much try to do that at least every day or every other day like even though like it's a long time but it's it's just like i don't have anything else to do but just play music so it's like i have to make sure that the bands that i'm in that i know the, these songs and that i know how to play them well for for when the time comes to play them live again it's just like all right i could play these with my eyes closed and spinning around and doing kicks and ballerina twirls and stuff <laughs> So you put out the Love Venom uh, actually this month, right? Early this month. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it was last yeah. week or something like that. How's yeah. the response? 
It's been very good. It's been, uh, we, we got a lot of compliments out of it and a lot of good reviews have came out and Sonia has had like a bunch of interviews and I've had, uh, you know, like some interviews here and there, which is surprising because I don't, I, I like rarely do interviews because I'm like, I'm always just, I, I always feel like I'm just, I'm just a guitarist, you know, like I'm not really the one who writes the stuff. So it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I should, you know, sometimes do the interviews, but like sometimes, you know, people want to like talk to me and see what's up. And I mean, I appreciate all, you know, like as much as I, I can that I, to do some interviews and stuff, but uh, you know, mostly Sonia handles the interviews or Gabe handles the interviews or Bryce does, but um, it's been a, a good, good response, like for, for the EP. And we, we hope that people are going to like the, the full length too. Mm. Yeah, um, I I also I I listen to those songs and I one one of my favorite is Poison Bite. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because Alex, uh, the the vocals are really really nice on that song. <laughs> yeah, he 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 knocked it out of the park. I was uh like when we when when I was writing the lyrics and I was just like, uh, like I had an idea how the melody would sound, but. I think Alex just took that and made it his own and just made it sound a lot better than we thought. Yeah, I think Cobra Spell is kind of bringing back those uh, Dokken Rat kind of uh, rock, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. That's, that's what we're going for, yes. <laughs> because we haven't, seen, we haven't heard that type of music in a while because a lot of bands were not really playing that that sort of music right for some time exactly. so it's really mm -hmm. it's really nice to start hearing that that sort of music <laughs> yeah we want to play like the the whole like mtv like 80s radio you know kind of like you're sitting in your car you know windows down like it's you're going to like a party or, or a show and you're just out there rocking you know with a boo box or something we just want we just want to like feel good party music and like when you come like when we play a show you know eventually like who knows when that'll be when that'll be but you're gonna see like a show that's like you know like back in the day you know you saw like a band being a band you know like you see those the vocalists like commanding the stage and like you know getting the crowd excited and you're gonna see the guitars you know just going you know doing crazy whammy bar stuff like Vinnie Vincent style or doing spins and you got, you got, it's going to be like whole makeup and outfits. And so we're trying to bring something back that we haven't seen in a while, but we'll see how, we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, I think when, when, um, when you announced Cobra spell, I think uh, this, this happened, I think with Sonia, this happened, uh, they announced Krypta and then few days after announced Cobra spell, like it happens like, almost like <laughs> same time right and then the yeah, one, thing, yeah. one thing got me interested of cobra spell is the logo that you guys put out it's so amazing what's the uh, idea behind you. the logo uh the logo we just wanted something you know very akin to like the 80 like the 80s uh we wanted something like you know shiny chrome almost like on the edge of like synth wave looking and uh, we got uh, Daniel Porta, this artist guy who absolutely does fantastic job. He he also did the Idle Hands logo, and he does like most of the Idle Hands like shirts and stuff. And he he did the Cobra Spell logo, and we were just like, wow, like this look this looks awesome. Like this is what we've been wanting all along. 
because it really it really got me into that 80s uh, because when i saw the cobra spell logo it reminds me of cobra from gi joe <laughs> you know that oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's a, but yeah you're right because they had that shiny like shiny look right of the logo yeah <laughs> that's right so uh sebastian so i saw i know you uh, uh actually sonia was on this podcast earlier right so she was uh, talking about you also and you guys do this uh, i really like the one that you did the the video that you do did together you have i seen two i seen the steel panther one where you do eyes of eyes of the panther and then kiss oh, yes, yes. <laughs> really good uh, so i know you guys are like together so what's happening with the covid how are you maintaining the you know the relationship so far away and different time zones <laughs> um Yeah, well, uh, when we call, it's, uh, I mean, we we call as as often as we can, like, even though, like, we have, like, we have nine hours, you know, of difference between us, but uh, it's been, it's been a challenge, you know, with the whole COVID thing. I think we haven't seen each other in eight months. Like, we were, we've, uh, uh, my band, they, they bought me a plane ticket to go see her, like, back in April. And things kept getting, you know, rescheduled and borders closing down and stuff. And it's just been like uh, never ending. Like we don't know when we're going to see each other again, like hopefully soon. And but the thing is, we just try to stay as positive as we can by calling each other and messaging each other. And, you know, sometimes uh, we might we may not uh, be able to call as often as we like or, or call for as long as we can. But the fact is that we're both just maintaining each other, you know, communicated and, you know, talking to each other and letting each other know that we, you know, we miss each other and we care about each other a lot. And, you know, with the whole Cobra spell stuff, it makes it a lot easier too, because we have something to work towards, even though like, you know, we're, we're, we're separate, but we, we still work at it together. And, you know, we do these interviews and all of the stuff like, uh, and people ask us for, uh like when it when it's you know they, they ask us questions about what's going to happen next with cobra spell so it, get, it gets us more motivated to keep working with each other and and you know that we'll, that we'll see each other again soon and so it, it's like a little bit of like it lights up our spirits when when we do this even though that we can't be together for now but we'll, we'll be we'll be back soon hopefully <laughs> right so um i i also have to ask the same question so what's your immediate uh, or near term fab plans for cobra spell oh <laughs> uh, let's see for i think sonia is finishing up writing some songs and i think as soon as she, as soon as she's done doing that she's going to send me like vocal melodies and then i'll start writing lyrics um and then yeah we'll just we'll, i don't know if we'll wait to record it all when we're together or if we're going to have to do it all isolated again but hopefully by then covid you know is a little bit more under control and I'm able to travel uh, once I've got uh, the, my obligations with idle hands and the silver talent taken care of then I can go fly over there with with Sonia and, and then see what's up and, and try to 
you know, get at it with this uh, Cobra spell full length. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Sebastian, I actually have the same last name as you. I, my name is also Chana Silva. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm from Sri Lanka. So, Sri Lanka was a Portuguese uh, colony before. So, that's probably why we have both same names, right, Silva? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, actually, there is a region in Portugal, actually, that's uh, the Silva is the name from uh, like a region in uh, Portugal. Uh, huh. I, I, I thought it was like, I, I don't know where the Silva last name came from i heard a lot of people tell me that it's like a south american thing but i also heard it's like a french last name like silva i, I was like I don't, I don't know where the origin of the silva name is yeah you actually know. there's a region in portugal which is silva i i assume that it's actually from that region probably oh and then huh. it maybe went to spanish then it got to latin america i think portuguese were also there in latin america right think so yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and then this funny thing is there is a facebook group that uh, it's called united silvers like silver organization it's like people with the silver last name everybody's on that group <laughs> are you in it <laughs> you should have it was so funny that everybody's <laughs> like you know people with this last name was in that group <laughs> If, if you get a chance to, you should add me. I'd love to check it out. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sebastian, so uh, what's your message to the Cobra Spell, Idle Hand, Silver Talon fans? Um, I'd say to all the fans from Idle Hand, Silver Talon, and Cobra Spell, I'd say thank you very much for all your support and all the bands and... Uh, I I can't wait to be back on stage and you know bring this music out to you guys and there's a lot of new music coming from all three bands and I'm just I'm very very thankful from the bottom of my heart for each and one of you for allowing me to do this um, there's just nothing else I would rather be doing in this world than playing music so thank you all <laughs> yeah so anybody you want to shout out to, Sebastian? Um, let's see. Probably I'll just shout out, you know, my family, my parents. Uh, obviously, you know, Sonia, Gabriel, and Bryce, like, are like the top head honchos of these bands. So they're like. <laughs> <laughs> so Sebastian, uh, this was great that uh, we were able to have this talk. So I'm really. I uh, appreciate that you're joining. So uh, keep making music and uh, looking forward to more music from you. And then hopefully someday I can see you live. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Thank so, you. So keep safe. Stay metal. You too. <laughs> Definitely. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs>